Hello, welcome back to Major L. This is the third episode, and this is going to be about at the time that I dated this guy. This guy, his name is I'm gonna call him Chase. I dated him. It was like a, a kind of like a on and off type of thing. It was like from 2016 all the way to 2019. It was like a weird type of um, thing going on. So with Chase, he was like this guy that was really smart to a point where it scares you. Like this guy is extremely smart. His dad was one of the best uh, financial analysis in New York. I think three or four offices down and um i was working uh after lunch this is how i met him it wasn't after lunch okay this is how i met him i went out with my co-workers to this hookah spot and it was it, it was the only hookah spot that i know by wall street this is so awkward so he, he was actually wearing suit like he had like this a suit with this it was like fall time so he had like a uh button up shirt with a, a black pea coat and he wa- he he actually looks in and he just stares at me and i was like okay decides to walk away and i'm like okay didn't think much of it but i then again saw him and I didn't know I, I saw him. I didn't know it was him until he mentioned to me. But I saw him in this Japanese udon place. It was uh, by my work. And it was kind of like a fast food type. And they have like this chicken garage udon. And I was paying for my food. And they were wrapping up my food. And I see this guy. And then he was looking at me again he like does this double take and i'm like okay and i was kind of getting embarrassed or like shy i don't know why i was like what what is going on so he came up to me and he started asking me questions like oh what did you get like um is that good and all that questions and then we decided to exchange number and we went back and forth but sometimes uh, my problem is this like i was going through something so i would not message him back and i had like my own emotional issues that I was like working on so I really didn't think much of it I wouldn't I wouldn't message him back and then I would literally uh go on tinder and I will find him on tinder I would always get tinder plus because I do want to know who swipe on me it's like it's just like the weird thing that I do like weird thing that I need to have and I I saw him and I swipe on him and I messaged him and we spoke a little bit and then uh he would again text me back on my phone and we would talk and then um i stopped talking to him he was very expressive because he really wanted to take me to his vacation home and i was like no i will always make up we don't talk for a year but the year later he comes back and he's like he messages me one day and he's like now that i finally got over you we can actually be friends you liked me that way i thought it was just like a friendship type of thing i didn't think anything of it and i was like i didn't know that he well, he really liked me and i said okay yeah sure we can be friends but i was like thrown off i was like i first of all i didn't even know that you liked me second of all i didn't know that you were suffering like you didn't even express that you like me and you didn't tell me that you were like feeling all of those things so i felt extremely bad but when he came back i started to think i stopped talking to him this might be like the worst thing that i could do but it's like 
um, I couldn't figure out why. Like, I was scared to be in love, but I couldn't understand why. There was this TED talk. It was by Brene Brown. It's called The Power of Vulnerability. It talks about how we may want, like, we might want to be vulnerable in a relationship, but it's so hard for us to be vulnerable with someone else or open up ourselves to another person and there's this book called daring to love talks about how we push away love like there's a different reason we might push away love that sometimes uh love makes us feel vulnerable and then it scares us so whenever we're feeling vulnerable then it like it scares us we react by withdrawing, like withdrawing into ourselves, or by withholding our loving behavior, or by like trying to co- control the other person's loving behavior because we're defending ourselves against vulnerability. Then I started to realize that there was a pattern in my, like, the way I care about people. The way I was showing love was that I was, every time I love someone, I would withdraw. It's easier for me to know that. I don't have to be vulnerable. So I would go for the wrong type of guys, you know, the guys that really aren't the best or really have nothing to offer. And I would go after them and it would be easier for me to say whatever I want or do whatever I want. With Chase, I really did like him, but I was just not able to make myself vulnerable because I really did like him and I was scared to get hurt or scared to feel vulnerable. Went from being friends with him, for him to express his feelings, and then for me to actually like him as a result, like I withdraw from him. But I really was just afraid of like the outcome and then he moved to Connecticut. So that was that. It made me realize that the type of the people that I was going for was the people that were inconsistent or people that were kind of had like a bad streak because it was making me feel secure I don't have to explain myself I didn't have to like I didn't have to do anything that was I could just be as reckless because I think when like you love someone that is like consistent and that has everything and that is like making you feel good about yourself you're scared that they might hurt you but when someone that is mean a little bit and does not show their love it makes you feel like it makes me feel i can control my emotions and i i i I don't care what and that person thinks about me because um he's not even in the playing field or like he's not somebody that i would care if they hurt me and that's that's when i realized like okay I'm not vulnerable to love. I'm I'm just picking and choosing what's not good for me. And I'm picking the wrong ones because they make me feel secure. Like they make me feel like I could control this relationship and I would never get hurt in this relationship because to begin with, I don't even like them. So that was the problem. So he moved to Connecticut um, and he explained to me that he was feeling really like he feels like the distance will help us. I hope it did. He ever hears this podcast? Um, yeah, I mean, that time I really did like him and it was just because I was scared. I literally had to withdraw myself like I couldn't be 
be able to would be too vulnerable and i wouldn't be able to control my emotion so that's why i withdrew myself and hopefully like i i'm, I'm still learning how to be vulnerable talk to people that i actually like instead of like just going after the wrong ones and being in control of it so yeah i hope you like this podcast thank you for listening Thank you.